it is no fluke. The Cincinnati Bengals are headed to Super Bowl 56. This is the Rich Eisen Show. You know, I think if you would have told me before the season that we'd be going to the Super Bowl, I probably would have called you crazy. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. It's intercepted, and Traven Howard clinches the NFC Championship game. Earlier on the show, Rams offensive tackle Andrew Whitworth. Coming up, Pro Football Hall of Famer Marshall Falk. Plus, your phone calls and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Great chat in hour number two with Andrew Whitworth, who... Rams made the Super Bowl last night. Man's a 40-year-old. Asked him point blank if he thinks that this is his last game, and clearly he's not going to retire to the Rich Eisen show, but he did say it was more likely than not that it would be. Just close to enough. So that's plans to retire. That's plans to retire right there. That's the phrase that pays these days. Plans to retire. So... Um, so much to talk about on this championship Sunday, and we have about the Rams and the Bengals making it and why the Chiefs and the 49ers did not. We really haven't spent much time on why the 49ers have not. Perhaps we can do that right here, the top of hour number three, uh, with a man who uh, I, I, I love and adore, worked with for a very long time, and uh, got to hang with last night. Um, was uh, Susie and I were the guest of uh, our friend Kara Henderson Sneed. I've known Kara since 1996. Wow. We go way back to ESPN together. She is, uh, and also she was uh, the first feature reporter and reporter uh, for NFL Network back in 2003. We launched NFL Network together. So I've been there and done that with her. She's now um, the wife of the general manager of the uh, Rams. Not now. She has been for years. But at any rate, so we were there last night. And, uh, and you know, who strolled into the suite? Pro Football Hall of Famer Marshall Falk. Hey, hey. Um, and to make sure that he could not leave, uh, it was Susie's job uh, to make sure that he could <laughs> not leave. This will be a fun photograph uh, the Thursday after the Super Bowl when they're co-hosting this show together. Hey now. He's a pro football Hall of Famer, one of my favorite people on the planet. He's Marshall Falk. How are you, Marshall? I'm doing good, Rich. How are you, man? That's, How's it going? That's fine. Susie uh, made sure you were not leaving the suite because, you know, you, you... Tight man-to-man coverage. Bump and run. It was definitely. <laughs> it's definitely a five-yard penalty. There's no question about that. No, yeah, that's, yeah, that's getting flagged. <laughs> um, why did the Rams win that game last night, in your estimation? Marshall. Literally, mm-hmm. uh, the, the trades that they made, all three, all three, uh, all three, I should say all three moves that they made, uh, Stafford in the fourth quarter, when you look at the numbers, he made the throws that Garoppolo didn't. He made the throws that at times Jared Goff would make. Um, when, they took, when they took Cup away, OBJ made himself available. And then we, 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 saw, we saw Von Miller on the other side of the ball, the complimentary um, they couldn't just they couldn't just double team Aaron Dono and maybe slide and chip Floyd. Oh man, it was um, all the moves you know that less that they've made this season um, and this off season. They all they all roost. They all roost. It was just it was perfect. And um, and you know I guess there was that moment in time that ball was in the air where. The, maybe the, the, the one mistake you'd make, obviously I'm not staring at all 22s, but the one mistake, the actual terrible mistake, only one of the postseason that Stafford made, throwing one up for grabs, that, uh, that tart of um, San Francisco just had the proverbial hands like feet, could have picked that one off and didn't. 
And, and that right yeah. there is when I thought, even though, you know, it was a 10-point deficit, this could actually be the Rams' night when I saw something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, that, that, was, that, that was like the one throw that I saw carelessness with. And you know, I've I've been I've been tough on Stafford. Like I'm I'm, I'm I put it out there. I I felt like I was like, man, I don't know, is it Detroit or was it Stafford? But throughout these playoffs, Rich, he's um, you know, he he showed me what I needed to see that he's capable of taking care of the football and not not needing to be the hero, just being the quarterback who win the game and not caring how it looked, you know. But that one throw. I, I mean, even the throw when, on the interception, you know, the, the one that was a little behind cup, guy yeah. made a good play. You know, it, ball got popped, ball got tip, tip, drill, right. interception. I, I was, I was actually okay with that play, you know. But other than the throw up, the, the, I mean, he's he's been he's been dynamic. Like I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I'm impressed. I did not know that this guy existed in Matthew Stafford. I'm, I'll be honest. Yeah. I just didn't. Which, wow. So he has officially won you over. Was what you're yeah, saying, Marshall? Like he, Falk. He's, he's, yeah, he has shown me that he's capable of playing. You know, all, all these quarterbacks they can play in the regular season, but you get them in the in the, in the postseason, and it's and it's different. And it's it's the difference in Mahomes in the first Mahomes in the first half and Mahomes in the second half. Mahomes in the second half was like it was a regular season game, and like Cincinnati was just going to lay down. No, no, that he, he lost focus. Yeah. Marshall Falk here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's switch gears then real quick to that. Um, you said Mahomes treated the second half. Like, repeat that one more time. Let's get to Mahomes there and what you thought. Yeah. What happened with Kansas City yesterday. Half, the second half of that game, you know, they're, they're up 21-3, and, and, and Cincinnati didn't look good. Um, the second half, he, he, got, he got a little laxed. It was, like it, it was like they have another game to play if they lose this one. <laughs> he wasn't playing like this was it. How does something like that happen? It, it just it does. I'm telling you, it does. I mean, the first half he wasn't running around. He was running up in there when he had to scramble, getting the two to three or four or five yards, making plays. And then all of a sudden, he started he started doing the dancing around. You know, like like the like his offensive line, like last year when his offensive line was bad. What he had to do, and he didn't have to do that. I mean, case in point, those three points that they that. There's no way you throw that ball with Tyreek Hill at the end of the first half. Mm-hmm. And Andy, listen, a- Andy's always going to tr- try to jump on the sword, but Mahomes is not like a first or second year guy. Like this is, he- he's been there, done that. You cannot complete that ball knowing that your guy can't get out of bounds or, you know, stop the clock. You can't do that. He he knew better, and he said, "I, I greedy. You you can't do that." Well, and it's, and the second half was more of that. Yeah, it did seem that way. It did seem like you know. Um... The Bengals were kind of daring him to do the big play stuff, right? By putting eight, yeah. eight um, in coverage, sometimes just rushing three guys, and 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 daring him to you know to be the the big play guy when they're they're basically showing him to just keep making that profit and matriculate the ball down the field, and and he dropped the football a couple times. I mean, it was just wild to see that yeah. happen, Marshall. I just, I, I could not, it just, it looked like one of those, one of those, actually it looked like early in the season we were questioning, yeah. was the Mahomes magic gone? And? and then they tightened it up, that focus came back and you saw, you saw the, the, the Chiefs that we know of and then it, it just, it, it came back. Do you think the, ma- I mean, look, I mean, 
the mystique there there is something that comes with that word when you you know when it's used certainly now when the AFC is now being reconfigured after two decades of Brady right and him being out of the conference for two years now and maybe out of the league but um that he that this is a, a reordering of things and the fact that Mahomes has made it to four conference championship games is remarkable but as a 50% hit rate on making the Super Bowl and only one W in the case, do you think that this uh, mystique has taken an irreparable hit, Marshall? No, no I, I don't think so, Rich. I, I think it's just uh, there's a learning process to what you learn about playing in this league and not taking it for granted. I mean, the Dan Marino will tell you that. Uh, Jim Kelly will tell you that. And, and he, will, he will definitely – um, evaluate his play in that second half. Uh, that 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 the throw that he made at the end of the second quarter, and then the second half, he will evaluate his play, and um, and and he'll he he will be better. He will be better. Marshall Falk here, Pro Football Hall of Famer, here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, one of the storylines that I think you're going to be hearing a lot about over the next two weeks, certainly if Brady does make his announcement official, and the Brady nostalgia will be in full bloom that Joe Burrow will have um, a long two weeks of, or, or we'll, we'll hear for two weeks Joe, Joe Burrow is the next Brady, potentially. You know, a, a quick ascendancy, possibility to win it all, taking on the Rams and in the Super Bowl, so on and so forth. Do you buy any of that, Marshall? I think, it's, it, I think, I think the comparison, it, it's, it's not just the, the play and, and, like, regardless of what happens. You get sacked nine times, you usually lose. Let's be honest. But it's, you just don't win games when you get sacked nine times. But he has like that it factor, and the people around him, they elevate for him for some reason. And, and um, you know, I, I, I literally said, I'm like, Rich, he's not an average Joe. He's more in the Joe Montana, more in the Joe Namath mode. Like he's not just an average Joe. You know, and it, it, he has he has a little something about him, and um, and you just you, you you like it, you like it. I mean, the guy has the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> that does actually say it all, right, that, Marshall? The, yes, and it's not like you got to think. You go through Cleveland's supposed to be the front runner in the Super Bowl, Baltimore and Pittsburgh. To get there, you beat the Chiefs twice. Like it, it, they didn't take an easy path. The Titans, no easy path. Think about what they've done. It is incredible. I guess it's yeah. it's lucky for the Bengals that Burrow didn't tell them draft a defensive lineman. I'm not coming, right, Marshall? Did you say right? I mean, listen to. to <laughs> Last for instance, year, I just I just say hurt. just just as a for instance, yeah, you know. I, I know, I know, I know. I want to, I want to, I want. I literally dusted off like my old card of me, yes. Um, you know, being photographed in a Bengals uniform and what could have been. Um, and then I just like you know, okay, they're in the Super Bowl. Nice, <laughs> I like it. They've arrived, Rich. I have to give you. I have to give them some. Listen, man, what they've built. And I, I heard somebody say something last night that was like relevant. When you look at when you look at their team, 
they're built around players who have played big-time college games, and the stage wasn't too big. When you think about Burrow, Chase, Higgins, hmm. like these dudes played big games, man. Big games on the on the big stage in college football, and and the stage wasn't too big in the league. Sort of like Michigan in the Big Ten for Tom Brady. Yeah, you know, same thing. Yeah, I mean, but except y'all didn't let him play in the big. Uh, hold on a minute, Marshall. <laughs> no, 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 no. He had five times as many passing yards as Drew Henson his senior year, where he beat Alabama in the Orange Bowl to walk out the door, and somehow, some way, he fell to one ninety nine. Marshall. Let's just say this. If Tom was at Michigan right now, he would have been in the portal just like Joe Biden. Uh, <laughs> don't go all Albert Breer on me, Marshall. Don't go all Breer. Laughing at Michigan the way we're laughing at Ohio State. Never go full Breer, Marshall. You know that. That's good advice. Never go. No. We would be doing. Let's oh, be honest. Please. We would. Like, don't you know, like, Ohio State is like, hold on, wait. Who is better than Joe Burrow? Dwayne Haskins. What was that, Daddy? Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. But he threw 50. He threw 50 while Joe went 60. You know what I'm saying? So. Hey, man, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just <laughs> saying. Um, Obviously, you got to have an eye for you got to have an eye for talent to miss Joe Burrow. Like you got to have a really good eye for talent to miss Joe. Is your first is your first ever quarterback in the pros going to leave Michigan to go coach the Vikings, Marshall? What do you think? I just can't see. I, I Listen, Michigan has stuck by him through thick and thin. I can't see him leaving them high and dry right now. I, I just can't see that. Like, I feel like I know enough about about Jim that he entertained, did what he needed to do. And I know some people feel like, oh, he's not paying attention. But I think when you find out what he turned down to remain at Michigan, it's going to say he's all in with Michigan. Okay. Um, that would be great for me. I'll buy that. And uh, what do you think, Marshall Falk, the Niners and their brass, Coach Lynch, uh, are thinking about Jimmy Garoppolo this morning? What do you think? They're not. What do you mean? They're not. They they already know. Like like just this, this was it for Jimmy. Like this that, that's a wrap. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I, I, Jimmy, you, you were standing next to me, and I was like, okay, here it is. Now he's about Jimmy G is about to show up. Some some people can handle the pressure and some can't. And and when it gets thick, whether it's the ball, the, the touchdown to Emmanuel Sanders that he missed in a Super Bowl against the Chiefs, or you know some of the throws that I mean that game should have been out of hand. I I I, I never seen Jalen Ramsey drop a ball that hit him in the chest. Mm-hmm. I mean it just he he cannot handle the pressure he had, right now he had I mean, kittle he, 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 how to. he had kittle open right uh um, yeah. n- n- yeah. obviously he hit him for the touchdown but he had kittle open for a touchdown in the first quarter i mean that was right yeah. there you know no, it, it's rich it, it is what it is man you either can handle those moments or you can't so, i don't want to take anything away from the guy i just don't i don't feel like he's built to handle the moments would you go and hire him if you were a gm somewhere else and you know if let's just say you're pittsburgh looking for the 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 guy after roethlisberger let's just say you're yeah anybody looking you would you would take i'd bring him i'd bring him in he'd be my backup (laughs) yeah yeah, he'd, he'd be, be your my ba- backup. He would. Yeah. So you yeah. would not hire him as a starting quarterback? No. In the NFL. No. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. He. But he. Look. He'd look real handsome holding a clipboard. 
really good. <laughs> wow. Really good. I'm, I'm all for him. I'm all for him, Rich. I love the guy. He can't win 10 games <clears throat> in Pittsburgh next year? You, you have to remember that, that that division, there's there's good quarterbacks on, on well, somewhat. You know, Cleveland, is, the jury's still out on Baker. I, I don't know if it's Baker or if it's the system. I can't figure it out. Um, but, uh, yeah. Well, no. I mean, in terms of that, Marshall, the fact that Odell is balling out right now, what what, are, what what would you counsel Browns fans to be thinking seeing that, Marshall? Well, I don't think that was Baker's fault. I think that was Stefanski's fault. You know, this this wasn't the first time. Stefanski was the guy with Diggs as well. You know, this this not this not the first time he's isolated that kind of receiver, a guy who wants me. He's, he's done this before. What is you the know, this? I, what I, is I, that? What it, put more meat on the bones of what the this is? Well, Please. you isolate a receiver out, a guy who who demands the ball, who wants the attention, and and whom you they may have thought he was a distraction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you feature you feature. And it, it, listen, here, here's what Sean McVay. It's it's all it's a Cooper Cup show, but he'll feature Odell on drives. They'll, they'll feature Odell. They'll First feature snap of the game last night was a quick throw to Odell. First snap. There you go. Yeah. Yes. And 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 you know some coaches are creative enough to do that, and some they just they just run a system. And maybe maybe we'll maybe maybe Stefanski he'll he'll get his guy and and um, and uh, Kirk Cousins you know to come run his offense and you know show that he's he's actually you know worth worth what they paid him and why they hired him. But I just don't I don't I don't listen. Odell's in the Super Bowl right now. Let's just say that. I could see that. By the way, I, I am fluent in Marshall Falk, um, uh, Christopher, TJ. I am fluent in Marshall Falk inflection. Uh-huh. Um, that's, that, that was a passive-aggressive shot at uh, Kirk Cousins <laughs> right there. I, I, just, I, I, can't, I cannot imagine Kirk Cousins quarterback in the Minnesota Vikings next year. So that's why you bring him in for Cleveland? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you bring him in for Cleveland. <laughs> Jimmy G or Kirk Cousins, Marshall? Uh, I'm going Kirk Cousins. Kurt has a bigger body of bad work, so I'm gonna go. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Hall of Famer Marshall hey. Falk to play us out. <laughs> Thanks, Marshall. It was great seeing you last night. All good, man. Take, Always. Take care. Always. Love you, brother. Right on. Take care. Yep. Yeah, yeah, have a good one. Marshall See you, Falk, everybody. Bigger body of bad work. See, you said passive aggressive, right? And you, you, oh no, you, no, it's, it's no, no. I'd, I'd bring Kirk Cousins in to, to run my offense because it's just to show you why he was worth all that money. That's not and passive so, aggressive. He just came out and said it. No, no, no. But if you if you wrote that down on a transcript, it would be like Marshall Falk thinks that bring Kirk Cousins in right. because it was successful in Minnesota, but he just pointed out that Odell's in the Super Bowl. And it wasn't on Baker, it was on Kevin Stefanski. Because he likes to, as he say, isolate guys who want the ball. And he doesn't mean that to isolate them, to enhance them. It's that he wants his system being run and guys who demand the football more don't fit. So system over or scheme over talent. You know, and that is the biggest shot you can take at a coach is that you don't, 
fit your scheme to your talent. It's your talent that has to fit to your scheme. And him saying, well, why don't you go get Kirk Cousins to show why you paid him all that money? That's, I'm fluent in Marshall Falk. That's not a compliment, and that's not a serious suggestion. Not a compliment. <laughs> all right, we will take a break. There are phone calls right here on the Rich Eisen Show to hit. Don't go anywhere, and we will keep an eye on everything going on. And rest of the sports world. We come back. Your calls. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, everybody. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Um, the uh, folks at USA Today have an account called For the Win. For the Win. This one's For the Win. If Netflix made a movie about Super Bowl 56, there it is. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin as Joe Burrow and Haley Joel Osment as Matthew Stafford. That's a good one. I haven't really thought about that one before. It is good, except that Haley Joel is like 5'5". Five five. Well, I mean... I don't know if Macaulay Culkin is the stature of Joe yeah, Burrow I mean, either. What is he six four? I mean, I think I think he's tall, Macaulay Culkin. I don't know. Tall. He ain't that Never tall. Been around him. Just saying. That's a good one right there. That's a good one. Joe Burrow channeled the Rock yesterday. Joe Burrow had it all going. Okay. On, man. Told he's giving the Rock vibe. Told he's been giving the the Rock vibes of this outfit. Joe Burrow smiled and said, "I'll take that." He's very excited about today's fit, and it's his favorite. It's a sort of a black turtleneck, and then a um, and then the chain. So We've seen that. That's see. an old, an old, right? And didn't he say that yeah. it, those are real because he makes too much money for it to be fake? <laughs> too yeah. much money for it to be fake diamonds. Well done, Joe Burrow. And then the Rock tweeted out last night too. Just two badass dudes with a strong yeah. drip game and big football <laughs> dreams is what Dwayne Johnson tweeted out. One is going to the Super Bowl, preparing to cement as a gridiron legacy. The other is only famous for rocking a fanny pack and a blanked up haircut. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the biggest movie star in the world. Oh, yeah, either, either, either one. 
I mean, it's cutouts right here on set yeah, with there us. There you go. Either one. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Burrow living his best life. Oh, literally. Man. We just thought it was like some brash college kid with the cigar. But that's... He was probably that's an accurate only statement. part of the legend, man. No, I know that. But <laughs> and then good luck that you know from now on. Yeah, good luck. You're with the Bengals. Everything, and, that, and that's <laughs> it, it. Just real quick here, and that's why again you're going to hear more of the could he be the next Tom Brady vibe over the next two weeks, because everything that he seems to have been about his past has turned out to be prologue. So maybe his current is two. That's where I'm telling you these dots are going to get connected in a way that we're now at the forefront of. Again, I feel that's a, it's much, a bit of a stretch. I know. I get it. Because who's the Bill Belichick? Who's the Willie McGinnis? Who's the Rodney Harrison? There's a lot of people that have to come into play to make this guy Tom Brady. I don't know. You know? Maybe Zach and Taylor. Brockman can tell you far better than I can. Got his it. name. I know that. Here yeah, well, I mean, Brady's first year, there was no Jamar Chase running around. No, it was, it, Troy, took a, it was Troy Brown. Right, exactly. David saying. Patton. Right, yeah, yeah. Those guys. Uh-huh. Antoine Smith, Antoine is, Smith is was not running Joe around. Mixon. Correct. Kevin yeah. Falk, who probably wouldn't speak to at a party. Hey, now. <laughs> 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. I want to tell you about my friends at NetSuite. Um, been talking quite a bit about this deal um, since the first of the year. A new financing program for those ready to upgrade to NetSuite and those of you in your business owning your business with so much to look at we call it visibility like say your financials inventory planning budgeting human resources HR right there's one spot NetSuite by Oracle the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility and control over everything I just said NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place so to see this full picture and get your poor visibility gone because you're relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite is a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash rich. Head to netsuite.com slash rich for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses, netsuite.com slash rich. Um, John Paul in Houston, Texas, has been waiting for almost two hours, so we'll take your call. What's up? Hey, thank you for having me. Great to be here with you all today. What's going on, John Paul? What's on your mind? Uh, not much. Just uh, some statistical data for how well Cincinnati has been doing on this run. Um, obviously, going into these playoffs, they were one of two teams to have not won a playoff game in the past 25 years. They mm-hmm. were 0-7. Detroit was 0-5. Now, regardless of their Super Bowl win or loss, they have now passed up, and the next worst team on that list at a 3-10 and record are the Dallas Cowboys. You're talking about since when? Uh, past 25 years, so since 1997. Okay. Being oddly specific with those years. Well, I mean, they are <laughs> well, removing... Uh, TJ, if you wanted it to be specific, uh, that as long as I've been watching football, uh, 1997, that summer I would have turned five. So in my lifetime... I've never seen Dallas one. Season, season, you know what he's John Paul from Houston is the Rich Eisen show caller version of Kyler Murray, who once <laughs> said that yeah. the the Cowboys have sucked ever since he can remember. True, as our I right? you know Joe Burrow. Did he use the word sucked? Or most of the other 
half quarter back in the league. Okay. Thanks for the call, John Paul. We appreciate oh, my it. My pleasure. There you go. There he goes. Cal Murray, born in 97. You know, crowing about the Bengals and giving a an unforeseen, unexpected broadside <laughs> at TJ. And, and, and I was surprised Which you retorted. Right? I was surprised you retorted. Why wouldn't I retort? What do you think? Because I, he's, think tier, I, I don't think he's tier one or two, is he? No. Well, I mean, if he's a Bengal fan, this is his I mean, third just, Super Bowl he just appearance. Zero tier. He's like at the bar, like paying. No, but he's made the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, That's so all he, that matters, he, he, right? Right, right? Now he just got out of the Uber because he right. wants to be responsible. He's now walking up. He sees the line around the line block, around so the he's got to wait. And now he's got to see if maybe someone will come and line. get him. You know, but he's but he's in line, so he's in line. Well, TJ, okay. argue with you about football, right? And if and if Joe Burrow wins two weeks from yesterday, he's in the club. <laughs> Again, Joe B, man, he might buy out the club at this point. I don't know. He might kick yeah. us out. And everybody needs to mark uh, Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern time when Stephen A. Smith, who's out here in Los Angeles now, is slated to appear on this program and will have presented in front of him <laughs> TJ's four-tier system on how you can be addressed. It's going to be so great. <laughs> <laughs> that will be wonderful. It's going to be. David in Connecticut, you're on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, David? Hey, guys, thanks for having me. Thanks on. for holding on. Really up, oh, yeah, no problem. Uh, really quick, I think Marshall Falk and Chris Brockman should do an Overreaction Monday podcast because that was pretty epic. Watch this went down there. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think, um, along with all the storylines going on with the Super Bowl between the Bengals and Rams, an important storyline to uh, remember is that this is also the Wesseling Bowl. Uh, shout out the Around the NFL podcast. Yes, uh, that's right. Yes. Uh, yes, uh, I've seen his lo- I, I saw his lovely wife the other day uh, out there with uh, Adam Rank and Greg Rosenthal having lunch outside. And um, this is the this is the West Bowl, man. This is it. The Keisha Bowl. That's the right. Keisha Bowl. So no, it's pretty it's cool. Awesome. It is great. Awesome. That's an, an excellent point. I'm glad you brought up Chris Wessling. Well done, sir. And it's just been an amazing run. I appreciate the call, David. Thank you. The West Bowl, right? What are you writing down? Absolutely. Uh, someone pointed out, I think it's Kathy, who calls in all the time. Marshall, bigger body of bad work. That's a good fantasy name. Bigger body of bad work is a good fantasy name. You're running it down. Bigger body of bad work. Um, let's go to Nate in Denver. You're on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Nate? Hey, how's it going, Rich? What's up? Uh, I just wondered, do you think that this weekend Aaron Rodgers was sitting around like with Joe Rogan watching football and he turned and said, hey, <laughs> Joe, I think I'm going to stay right here in the NFC. This is fine. I love Wisconsin. Great weather. This is great. I'm not going anywhere. Um, I think, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers staying in the NFC North would be the best thing for him. You know, I mean, I, I don't know – what would be a better spot for him? And I appreciate the call. I mean, um, where would there be a better spot? Tampa? Would he dare force his way to Tampa? He would never do that. In the same way that him going to Denver, as everyone assumes or they believe, or you know, Denver hired a coach specifically to lure him, whatever conspiracy you want to throw out there. Would he really want to do and just say, I'll do what Peyton did? Right? I'll do what Tom did. I'll go to Tampa. Like, specifically to the spots where these guys went 
Or he could do a version of that by choosing a new spot for himself. So let's just say he would not want to. Let's just say Green Bay would even entertain the idea of sending him to Tampa. Let's say they would even remotely entertain that idea. I don't know what Tampa has for draft. Correct. It's yeah. not even possible. Let's say he does entertain the idea of, I will go ahead and, you know, go somewhere else. Would he sit there and say, I've got a unique career right now in Green Bay. Unique. Like, literally, only Favre and Bart Starr have done what I've done. And the only way I can catch Bart Starr, be on his level in every facet, is to win another one here, which I can do by staying put with a coach that I know and a system that I know and an organization that is now suddenly being far more solicitous of his thoughts and processes and beliefs than ever before because he has put his foot down and express what's important to him. Right? So where yeah, else um, would that place be? We keep landing on one spot. And it's Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. We keep landing on one spot. The team that was number one overall in the AFC. Aaron Rodgers with that Titans defense sacking Joe Burrow nine times and Derrick Henry coming back wins that football game. One would think, I mean, again, you saw how Mahomes didn't perform well against Cincinnati and Rodgers had an epic game against Cincinnati in the regular season. Rodgers also has moments in the playoffs that just do not compute. Yeah, head scratch. I don't know. Tennessee is a spot. Yeah, they're, they're the spot, Rich. Uh, not as big draft capital in this year's draft. They have three picks in the top 127. They'll have to dig into next year. Yeah. but I mean, not this year, but the next year. I mean, 2023. Yeah. They have to dig in. And Anybody's going to have to dig into, I think, the next three drafts. Probably. And the big thing going for the Titans, they play in Green Bay next year. Mm-hmm. This is not a revenge thing, I don't think, unless things call, fall completely apart. And Ian Rappaport, my colleague from the NFL Media Group, mentioned that the conversations have gone far more um, swimmingly than previous years. Yeah, Ian was on a, talked. Yeah, he know? was on another program today uh, and said Rogers stuck around for a couple days yeah, no. after the year ended. You could say what program floor, it is. Plan for the future. He was on McAfee's show. Yeah, that's what he said on game day morning yeah. yesterday. Packers' cautious optimism that yeah. he's coming back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe so, but like I said, it's going to have to come at some point. Saying, you know. <laughs> He's got to put out his rock, and if they put out their paper at the same time, that's a problem. Hmm. Where's the scissors? If he then puts out his scissors, they put out a paper, that might be a problem. They both just got to put out the same rock. You know, okay, on three, you tell me what you want. One, two, three, rock. Okay, there we go. We're staying. <laughs> I, I, I'm assuming at some point this decision will have to get made, and then contracts will have to be redone. And Before free agency. Correct. Like, like, right? And if not... I just don't buy, like, you know, Denver hired their guy, right. and he's their guy that's to lure Rodgers. At the same time, it's like, okay, he's got 
the ability to finish his career entirely with one team. And it's not just any team. It's the Green Bay Packers. And it's not just any team right now. It's a team that's won 13 games three straight years. Kind of makes sense. And and also, (laughs) where the most tenured head coach in the division is theirs, and the second most tenured head coach is Dan Campbell. (laughs) Stay there. (laughs) You're going to get a home playoff game for sure. The question is how many more can you get? But is that, advantage an, adva- of the is that an advantage, a home playoff game, as we've been talking about? I don't know. Chris in Kansas, you're on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Chris? How you doing, sir? Uh, Jim Harbaugh, wondering what you guys think about the Jim Harbaugh situation and if he's going to the Vikings, if you think Miami's going to make a run at him. Well, the owner, of, and thanks for the call, uh, the owner of the, the Dolphins and Stephen Ross, his name is everywhere on, on – uh, the campus in Ann Arbor, Michigan. It's the business school's named after him. He's donated an insane amount of money to the school. He's already come out and said he's not going to be the one who takes Harbaugh away from the school. Um, that's what he has said. Now then, if Harbaugh has already decided to tell the school I'm not coming back and now he's suddenly available, then that's a different story. He's not taking him from the school. Harbaugh's leaving the school. So that allows him to go ahead and hire Harbaugh. And I'm seeing all sorts of rumors about that. And I'm like rolling my eyes every single second. The minute that the Bears went ahead, you know, and hired Eberflus, I'm like, okay, that's one that's one bullet dodged. Mm-hmm. And then the Raiders go ahead and hire McDaniels. I'm like, that's the other bullet dodged. Who else is going to come to get him? And then I hear he's Zooming with the Vikings, by the way. Terrible album. And... Um, <laughs> You know, is that ELO? Like, I don't even know what it is. What it what it is 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 mu- not music to my ears at all because now it's different. Is the way I'm viewing it. Now it's different. The rumors flying in newspapers and on television and on the internet is one thing. For him to actually go ahead and kick a tire with an interview. Whether it is a full-on, I've got my PowerPoint, here's how we're going to handle Cousins, here's how we're going to handle the defense, here's where we're going to handle the draft, here's the way that I'm interested in handling all of those things, and you tell me if you're interested in having me come aboard, and so on and so forth. Or it's just exploratory, just a chit-chat. Now that that's happened, now when you go into recruiting wars and you go into somebody's living room, now you're going to have to answer, well, are you going to be there? And it's one thing you could say, that's just internet reports. The other thing is parents like, so did you meet with the Vikings? Like, what about? And even if he's able to explain that to a parent and another, like Lincoln Riley walks in and it's like, yeah, I, I already just made that move. I'm not going anywhere. I'm at USC forever. Or Saban walks in. Yeah, where do you think I'm going? Except to shoot my next Aflac commercial. And dance with my recruit like I'm Brian Kelly. Right? So that's the problem I now have. It's just like, if you've interviewed now, now it opens yourself up to all of those problems on the recruiting trail. That, to me, you could sit here and say, well, it's just the same problem that the rumors are out there. Well, it's not just a rumor. You've actually done it. And it's going to be a tough job for my coach to put that one back in the bottle. One way to do it would be to sign a major long-term deal and announce you're staying with the Michigan Wolverines. 
that's the only way this thing in my mind can end up is like it can't just be yeah i'm i'm now uh you know touting my recruiting class and yeah what i show up at the big 10 media day and in in uh the summer and say what zoom with the vikings Probably what he would do. You gotta, you gotta. That's what I was saying. I was looking forward yeah, to those I mean, moments. Just, I never. But now, now it's got to be a long-term deal. Now Michigan's got to pony up. Maybe that was this way all along. I don't know. It's a hell of a game of chicken that I'm not terribly interested in. Eight four four two zero four. Rich yeah. is the n- number to dial right here on the program. We will set up the rest of the week. Take more of your phone calls. When we come back on this very fun, busy Monday. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Hey, we're back here on the Rich Eisen Show, everybody. Hey, welcome to the party, pal. Hey. 844-204-RICH is so the... So, Rich, uh, somebody brought... Oh, we were talking the locker rooms. Yeah. Somebody brought up a good point on Twitter. There's the Chargers and the Rams, two home locker rooms. Uh, yeah, Bengals go to the so Chargers. Bengals go to Chargers. We solved the problem. There you go. Somebody actually said that Talk on Twitter us. to me. Except that you think the Chargers want the Bengals in their locker room. <laughs> Not their building. It is a uh, the, they, well, pay, they pay rent. Mm. Yeah, a dollar, right? <laughs> Mike, what happened in the CBS halftime? Oof. Well, uh, let's just say they put a cluster of what we call... Yeah, layman's terms, Mike. In layman's terms. Those are a cluster of speakers mm-hmm. behind the set. Now, shouldn't that be already worked out that they yes. don't put them there? So did somebody the, from Arrowhead just like say, let me just put this monster uh, thing right behind... Where, f- where five guys are about to broadcast to the whole entire country? I have to have think, I have to think that that was something that wasn't rehearsed, maybe, because it's an AFC champ Super Bowl. That would have been rehearsed 15 times. Right. You would know you've been done how many? Yeah, right, sure. right. There's like, there's no way you would know. So you all of a sudden, they're in, the, they're in the truck for CBS, and they see somebody wheel this monster now, speaker system right behind, like... Uh, James Brown's head. I had that happen to me in New Orleans in 2002 for my pregame show. But it was the halftime show that was going to get me uh-huh. because U2 was playing. Yeah. And they decided to move something. I was in communication with the people that run the sound right. and said, by the way, when we come out with Paul McCartney, he was on set because yeah. he did the pregame. Yeah. I'm like, when we bring Paul on set, we got to, I go, we got to be able to hear him. They just, 
turned off the speaker. Like, there should have been someone in communication. That's a drop of the ball. Not No pun intended. No, That's yeah. why people were tweeting me. I would never, people, in my I, watch I, of pregame shows, that would never James Brown was using sign language. Yeah, it, you to try and communicate, right? I mean, Boomer Esiason, during the hit, was like, I have no idea what you just said. I can't hear you, but here's my point. I mean, Rich, you've done how many stadium shows where it's been insanely loud? Well, as you know, I always have my fun with the insanely loud louse band at the draft during, it's, you know, like, like, what are we doing here? Like, you know, we've been close to, like, when we were in the old Raiders in, in, in that, that stadium. That was insanely loud. I kind of trolled Seattle. on some Niner fans yesterday. Did you see that video we put no, out there? No. All right. Hey, Hoskins, that's how we're going to close the show. Go. I'll, I'll send you guys the, the video. But, yeah, that was a... I have my fun one. That was definitely a... Some uh, Niner fans who had no idea what I was saying because they were so loud. Uh, oh, yeah, please. I had my, my fun one. <laughs> Getting ready for the Super Bowl for two weeks from now with the Bengals and the Rams fans behind us for, for eight and a half hours. Bengals fans are going to show up. They oh, sure are. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. Good day. Right here. 844-204-RICH, the number to dial. You know who's in studio tomorrow? Been cultivating this caper for a long time. Oh, is this breaking news? No, you know it's coming. Oh, okay. You just may have not remembered that he's on the the, the sheet, if you will. The man, Becky Lynch. No, oh. the man who's dragging <laughs> out of Madison Square Garden oh. and oh. and wow. overnight jailing. Kevin's buddy. I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> Kevin. Charles Oakley. Hey, Oak. Oh, baby. Go get Kevin. Uh, you can't wait for this. Dang. I know for a fact. Uh, no, nothing puts me in the wormhole more than the mention of Charles Oakley and what happened that night. <laughs> yeah. I just can't wait he's for you to be able to like, express this to him. Like face to face. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he's right got to, He's got to understand. Then Stephen A. Smith on Wednesday. And then uh, Whitney Cummings slated to be here Thursday. Oh. Hey, now. She's watching a lot of football. She is. Yeah. She did. I think she was at the game last night. How about it? You know who was at the game last night was Sebastian Maniscalco, who texted me. I'm oh like, goodness. I'm like, how fast is your wife going to walk tonight? <laughs> he said she got she she wore heels to the game, and I'm like, that oh. is fundamentally unsound for a big no. game like oh, this. Yeah, you Matt. can't do that. But that's going to provide him for some fodder for his next. Stand. Everybody, check that out on YouTube. Sebastian Maniscalco Leo was at here. the game last Leo, night. Leo, they were too. Yeah. He made the montage. Leo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Oh, I didn't see. Yeah, yeah, yeah I passed the person. That I okay. You saw him? No, I saw a few couple people. I don't but know. I, what does that mean? I saw a couple stars. Well, just around. say who they are. No, people that we, like, they're stars. Let's That's go, like so weird. Let's go, like to, uh, let's go to uh, Tommy in Kentucky. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Tommy? Hey, Rich. Glad, glad you uh, glad you had me. I just wanted to call in and say how proud I am of, of my Bengals, you know, finally making it back after so many years, mm -hmm. so many years. I know we made it a couple times in the 80s, but we always had to deal with that pesky Joe Montana fella. That's right. You know, so we, we don't have to worry about him. We, we got a Joe of our own now, Joey Business. He, he's doing it. Joey Business. And, and I'm here Joey. to tell you, the, the, the defense stepped up so huge yesterday in the second half of that game. It did. I was so proud of them boys. Over the years, they made me want to cry, but last night I actually had the tears. Well, yeah, thanks. For, there you go. Thanks for the call, right there. A couple things uh, off of that. Do you know who the defensive coordinator of uh, uh, of the Bengals is? Is Lou Anarumo? Uh, went to my high school. We're, yeah. we're two Staten Islanders. Oh, uh, we got to get that guy on here. Forget about it. Great name. We should definitely Dude. talk. And to by that the guy. way, somebody from Staten Island would absolutely um, 
agree that Joey Business is a great nickname for Joe Burrow. That's the other. That's not bad. Are you? You're in about Joe Cool. You can't do that. Well, Joe, Joe, Joe Burr is the one everyone's talking about. Joe what? About. Like Burr, because like B R R, like I'm cold, because he's mm. got ice in his veins. Well, he's that's the, ridiculous. He's the Tiger King. He, that's my man right there. A lot of people online calling him Joe Shiesty. A lot of Bengals. I've heard that about Joe Shiesty. I've heard that, that somebody's got jerseys up there called Shiesty. I see a lot of Joey Business is not bad. That's a great name. Joey Business is great. That's like Dirk Diggler. By the way. That's up there with the Oh, my God. Wow. I like all of them because this guy is the man. I know, isn't he? He's so likable. He's so damn likable. Uh, but like, and he's man. super cocky and arrogant, but like, it comes off as like, hey, I kind of like that. You dislike him. That's exactly, you don't dislike you don't that guy. You don't dislike that guy. You don't dislike that guy. I mean, it's just hard work and dedication nope. and your belief in yourself and you could do it. Like I said, that's part of the reason why you're like, I'm happy business. for Bengal fans, bad. man. Did you say my colleagues at the NFL Network uh, Research Department have gone uh, next level? Have you gotten, did oh, you man. tell they, them about they that? They tweeted out this one thing that was pretty funny. So Joe there it Burrow, is. yeah, here it is. There it is. He's going to be the 10th Joe quarterback <laughs> in the Super Bowl, which ties the name Tom for the most all time, all Brady. Obviously. That's right. Yeah. Who are the other Joes? Okay, here we go. Oh, all right, oh, I got him. Oh, hold on. Oh, I got him. I got him. I got him. To start, not to win, just to start. To start. Okay, yeah, I got yeah, it. I got it. No, no. Let me get, let me do this. Well, okay. hey, Rich, so, I know you know this, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I want to hear this guy no, going. You Let's don't see if Del Tufo knows. He's Del Tufo is not going to get. I got him. I totally can. Okay, hold on. Let Mike you go first. How many of those would be ten? Right. So Montana's four. That's, we'll help you out. four yeah. for Montana. So then you need six you more. You need six more. At Joe Burrow is five, so you need five more. Five more. Good Lord. I thought Let you me just said you had wow, it. Great job. Na- Namath. 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 Six. Um, Flacco. Flacco. Oh, I wouldn't have gotten Flacco. Theisman. Theisman. Yep. Oh. Rhymes with Heisman. Winner. Um, that means we need two more. Two more. Well, no. Well, no, no, no. Did you know Joe only started been, one? Don't forget, Rippon started one and Doug Williams started the other. Oh, that is true. Okay. So, and Namath no, only no, started one. That's a one. win, but he started a loss. Didn't he start that Raiders loss in uh, 83? Yeah, so wait, three? He played in two Super Bowls, Joey T? Joey yeah, because he lost yeah, to the Raiders. He, he lost, he lost one. to the Raiders. He I only won one. He lost in 84. So, who are the other Joes? Have they right. announced it yet? We're missing one? I think I mean, that was it. That's I think it. it. I think they're taking starting okay. appearances. Yeah. Yeah. Deisman, Namath, I could have, I might Flacco, have Montana, now Maybe. Burrow. Maybe. <laughs> Again, they're tied with Tom, and it's just Tom just Brady. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Speaking of it, too. So tonight, what, what do you think happens tonight on his pod? Were you just still thinking about think it? They, like this was, this was, you know, I unfortunate. Think they have th- a segment about it. Obviously, you got to ask. Larry might needle him a little bit, Larry Fitzgerald, and then they're just going to kind of laugh, laugh. And but he kicks on. it down the road. He doesn't make it official. Kick tonight. it down the road. Tom's going to say, you know, I'm here wherever I am. You know, Tom Curran said he's overseas somewhere, and then uh, they're just going to laugh about it. You know, I haven't, I hadn't made up my mind. You know, my dad said this, and then they're just going to move on and talk. Yeah, about but me. then you have to say, then what are the plans to retire? You know well, I'll mean? make a decision before free is, agency. Is ESPN and, saying he's definitely retiring? He's not. Oh, they're sticking, they haven't couched they're, they're it at all. With they're it. on that hill. And uh, you know, Ian today was saying the same stuff that uh, the report is accurate that Tom does plan to retire. Yeah, but the whole thing is like, what is plan to retire? Meaning, I have my plan is to announce it in the manner in which I'm doing it. Right. Not like they're just trying to set things up with his 401k, right? Uh, I would imagine all of his you know investments. I mean? uh, That's what I'm saying. Like to me, like what? To me, to me, you know what? My plan to retire right, is my plans to retire involve investments, sound investments, 
for the future. A lot of wine. Pension. A lot of golf. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever compensation programs are afforded me to to try and figure out. That's what everyone around here, you know. Oh, we see the commercials are nonstop. That's the plans to retire. Right. This man, what is his plan to retire? Like, what else does that mean? I have plans to retire. So do we all. I've been putting I've been putting money away since I was twenty something. <laughs> He's got the new clothing line that's out. That is that, what's his? But that, that's, that's what I'm saying. Just plan. like you buy a new boat. That's what I'm saying. Like no, Jim no. Gray is going to follow up to Tom. <laughs> what is your plan? What's the secret to your plan? <laughs> to retire. Get a, get a good financial you advisor. Get a, yes, you've got a great, a good, yeah. good advisor. TB12 retirement plans. And could you imagine? Here's my plan to retire. I have a new deal with Fidelity Investments. Yeah, right, 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 right. You know what I mean? That's, it's just been all big one scheme. Liberty Mutual. To lead up to another thing. Yeah, he, he's going to be with the emu, right? It's Tom and the emu. I just hope, like, Tom's plans to right. retire. That's what tonight's going like, to be. Can you know? we also get Gronk a USAA account? Like, I mean, yeah, I've been I mean, seeing those. Guys. I mean, oh, how many times guy, is a guy yeah. going to like, Come poor on. guy. Like, just give him an account. This is part of his plan to retire. It's not working out. <laughs> He's Come special. On. That's his plan. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Like, these, these words that we all hide behind because we're just waiting for the announcement to come. Yeah. Plan to retire. I've got one, too. You know? <laughs> is it a rollover I mean, I just a all I know is it, It's taking all these hits you know in I mean? the market. Like, which is it? Stocks are down. I mean, come on. Should I talk about that with Oakley tomorrow? Crypto, a lot of FTX, maybe. <laughs> Albert Breer is going to join us tomorrow, too. He's slated to, uh, to join us from um, Mobile, Alabama. Oh. Yeah, man. It's wow. the time of the talent evaluation portion of the, of, the, uh, of the calendar when we start finding out, is Kenny Pickett a top five or not? That's how we're rolling on to Tuesday's program. Uh, we also, as I mentioned, Stephen A. Smith is going to be on our program as well. Joe Cap is the other Joe, by the way. Super Bowl four for the Vikings. Wow. I knew we were missing a Joe. Joe. Wow. Wow. How about that? Joe Cap. Unbelievable. No relation to no relation to Cup. No way I would get that. No. It's spelled Cap, almost very Cap, similar. Cap, different. Yeah. Different. That's the way we play to play us out. To play us out. <laughs> Joe Cap Cooper Cup Han and M humor. <laughs> we'll chat Tuesday. <laughs>